forever. Dog. Manila. The trees growing out. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the Chop with the Trees and Manila. Where each week we give you the recap, the rundown of our favorite movies. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Oh my God, this is so fun. This is our first movie club episode. And uh, we're going to do Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Now, this movie came out back in 1995. This is like, I was baby Latrice then. I was three, a whole three years old. <laughs> and um, it's starring Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, and John Lugazamo. And bitch, this is classic drag breaking boundaries yes. moment. Um, there weren't, I mean, drag drag these days is now a cultural phenomenon. 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 RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> is really like, you know, spread the drag queenness all over the world right now. But like, back in the day, there were only a few things you could see on TV or in movies that had drag queens. I mean, one was like Bugs Bunny in drag. Well, um, always. The other yeah. one was like, you know, just like random like men cross-dressing for laughs, right? And the other thing was like the yeah. Maury Povich show. <laughs> it's a man, Maury. So this is like a legendary movie because we had like some huge uh, Hollywood actors playing gay men slash drag queens and it is, I mean, it's very notable. Very. So Very. the plot is like there is a local drag queen pageant in New York City. Noxima Jackson, played by Wesley Snipes, and Vita Boan, played by Patrick Swayze, win the pageant. They tie and they win a trip to California to compete in the Drag Queen of America contest. <laughs> and then one of their following, uh, one of their fellow contestants, uh, played by John Leguizamo, Chichi Rodriguez. Um, a straight-talking but naive and inexperienced drag queen who they decide to take with them on their road trip. Uh, their drive takes them through some backwoods, some um, some places where drag queens probably aren't used to being, and um, you know they run into some people who aren't as acceptive or tolerating of drag queens. They have a close call with the cop. They have a makeover sequence or two, and um, you know. That we see them interact with um, some small town people. Drag queens bring a whole bunch of fabulosity to a little small town. It's 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 a really really fun movie. Total fun. Well, did you see it when it came out? Yes, I did. I did. I did too. My yeah. mother actually brought me to go see this. Yes. Nice. I now looking back at my uh, my <laughs> my coming out experience. <laughs> It wasn't I very mean, much it's coming like out. As if my it. mother was like preparing me. <laughs> she was coaxing you out the closet, yeah. like, it's okay, mm -hmm. baby. Look at this movie. Yeah. Look at you. She didn't she didn't know it at the time, but I guess me and my mother uh, have some some common interests when it comes to getting all glammed up and being much more fabulous yeah. than than most people, I guess. <laughs> 
I ain't mad at you, that. You saw I'm this in the theaters too? I did. Um, with a group of color guard friends, of course, we were rowdy and like living. Um, and we sat up there and kikied so hard. I was just gagged because these straight men were out-queening the queens. Yes. <laughs> they were out-queening the queens. And I was like, well, damn, bitch. Yeah, they got it. They're doing it. Because Patrick Swayze was a huge star. You know, like Dirty Dancing, Ghost, Wesley Snipes, a huge star. You know, Blade, right. White Man Can't Jump. I mean... Mm-hmm. And then John Leguizamo, like, such a funny uh, comedian. And I, honestly, it's really it's really crazy because I watched it again. I'm like, yeah, like, they're really good at acting like they're homosexual men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. well acted, <laughs> brilliantly written, um, super relatable. <laughs> I felt like it was the first time um, we weren't the joke. You know, it was actually a... You know, it was a good representation of you know what queens go through and what we what we who we are. But bitch, ain't nobody uh, up in drag going across country like that part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the movie opens up with this like kind of like Patrick Swayze and all of his sexiness coming out of the shower. You know, like he's kind of like putting the towel around his waist, and you kind of see a little bit of like he's not wearing underwear. It's like a little a little yeah, dick print there. Um, and he sits down in front of the mirror and then he's like, he puts the headband down. He's like, ready or not, here comes mama. And then he just queens out. He's got his wrist goes Baby. You know what I mean? It's like a full on. And then we see uh, Wesley Snipes getting up in drag. It's, it's one of my favorite montages ever. That opening sequence is everything. And the song, honey, that's legendary, baby. All the girls would get naked and do that song, honey. If you weren't all the trans uh, showgirls, honey, they would be naked <laughs> doing Body Beautiful, honey. And where Salt is and Pepper, the right? It's such a good song. Yes. It, yeah. It's, it literally is like one of my favorite montages because it is, it is how... I feel like every time I like sit down and get in drag, like you sit down, you take a deep breath and you like have that Alyssa Edwards moment where you're like staring at yourself in the mirror <laughs> and it's, and you see that yeah. shift from like, you are transforming right now. It's, it's metamorphosis. Yep, and we get that right in the beginning of the movie. So sexy. And I, I was learning a few tips, you know, like putting on the makeup and stuff like that. Like they really do like have like actual, like the process of how you do drag, I think. Yeah, I, all the way down to the details of how um, they put in their breasts and, and lift push, it up. You know how we push pull the, the meat skin. up. We pull the yeah, girl, put the meat up. That is so like those little details are the details that makes it relatable and believable. So I was very impressed that they like clock that they had to have some queen on set and be like no girl you gotta you know pull that titty up honey pull that titty meat up (laughs) my favorite part of this movie is this drag queen of the year pageant scene at webster hall in new york city and it has all these new york city queens cameoing in this like legendary legendary who who did you clock in there don't even shoot me, but I can't believe I never clocked Lady Bunny until today. <laughs> it's because her wig is like so much smaller than we're used to. It's so, and she's over in the corner in the cut, and I was like, "That Lady Bunny bitch mm-hmm. over there in the back," and it certainly was. So I did not clock her until today. I remember moving to New York City and like 
all of these queens were like, these are the legendary queens, like when I finally moved to New York City. So there was Sweetie, who uh, was the host. Um, yeah. And she God was rest her. she mm-hmm. was a host at Escolita um, in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And I used to go there and watch the show all the time. Um, then there was, I misunderstood the drag queen who gave me my first paid gig in New York City as a drag queen. She's in that movie. Yeah. Coco Peru is in there. Coco Peru. DeBarge, mm-hmm. uh, Joey Arias. Um, who else is in there? Yes. Uh, Lady Kateria. Um, Ooh, Laritza who Dumont. Uh, Laritza Dumont is in there. She's actually, well, I'll get I'll get into her a little bit later, but uh, she is one of my favorite drag queens because, you know, she does a really, she loves Madonna. And she used to do Madonna whenever I would go to Escalita and watch her. Uh. Um, but she's also the drag queen who uh, helped Jen, John Leguizamo kind of create the character of Chichi, Chichi Rodriguez. Oh. So when I first met her in New York well. City, I was like, I feel like I'm talking to the real life Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> Here she is, right here in the and flesh. And of course, honey. we also get yeah. the the huge cameo of RuPaul herself, who plays the uh, the the queen from the previous pageant, who's giving up her crown, and she comes down from a, a swing from the ceiling, wearing a Baby. Confederate flag dress. Her name <laughs> is appropriately named Rachel Tensions. <laughs> it, it doesn't age well watching Clever. it. Baby, when I tell you, I did not realize they had so many things in there that my eyebrows were like, what? (laughs) What? What? Oh, my God, they said that? Yeah, uh, they did. They went there several times, and I I had forgot. Well, I I mean, like, the dynamic between Noxima Jackson and Vita Boem throughout the movie, there is, like, a very, like, black black queen versus white queen yeah, storyline throughout there. Um, it, it it does take on some some issues that you know. Obviously, it's a comedy, but like they do really take on some like the issues. Like they really do. Like they don't yeah. shy away from it. Um, what do you, I guess RuPaul's dress obviously it's like nowadays it's like <sighs> no, right? No, you would never. <laughs> but. But it's a joke, right? <laughs> but and, for them, you know, like that's what drag joke, does. We make know? fun of and stuff, and like we present it in a way that makes you have to think about things. And I mean, yeah. as a black, as a black gay man dressed in drag, coming down in a Confederate flag with the name Confederate flag dress, Rachel Tension, Rachel Tension, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <Yeah. laughs> and she looked gorgeous, the young RuPaul. She was yes. young, honey. She was young. That was. <laughs> Young Mama Rue. <laughs> I love when they have a tie. And like Noxima Jackson, a tie. Girl. Who said they think about a tie? A tie. <laughs> <laughs> she was not ready, honey. She was not ready. After the 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 tie and all that, and they they see little Miss Chi Chi in the hallway crying. Um they wind up actually going to the little after party at the mm-hmm. restaurant, right? Is that where they find we we see a cameo from yes, Robin Williams? Yes, yes, yes. Um, he's Mr. John Jacob Jingle Hammerschmidt. Hammerschmidt. Love- <laughs> His name is my name too. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Another one. Yes, that was so yes. good. Another like, straight actor, we got some major. like who just like perfectly mm-hmm. like 
you know, like, we know that guy that comes, like, you know that guy, he always can hook you up at the club, no matter what you do. <laughs> right. Oh, trust. Oh, yeah, got the hookup, baby. Um, but the chemistry between Chi-Chi and John Jacob Hemer-Meyer, bitch, I was cackling. And they were just going on in the Spanish, honey, and they're looking at them. <laughs> Having a moment, but I just was like, they—they they look like they really could like go in the bathroom in any moment and just like have have their way with each other because that's that was some chemistry, <laughs> some real chemistry happening. You know, like when you're in drag, you always, especially when you're a young drag queen, any attention like from a man Both. is like like game on, honey. It's game. Yeah, oh, you're like right. daddy, poppy, yes, ooh. Yes. <laughs> Especially one that's like basically like, you know, giving out free tickets or like, you know, giving free cars away. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If he got the hookup, I want to see what else he got to hook up. Yeah. So then there's this like iconic moment where we get the title of the of the movie. It's where Vita sees in her compact the reflection of a, a photograph, a signed photograph of Julie Newmar hanging there behind them. Um Julie Newmar is the first actress who played Catwoman on the original Batman series. Correct. Um, and they steal that. <laughs> they mop that. Just mop it like a true queen, honey. <laughs> they see what they like and take it, honey. <laughs> Just snatch it off the wall. <laughs> um, so like yeah. that... that it's a really interesting, um, that's a really interesting moment because like, what, who, who came up with the name of this movie? Oh, it's because of this very moment, I guess? It's because yeah. of this moment. This is it. Uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about this fact that they're in drag the entire movie. Bitch, like, what queen you know is going to get in a car and be in drag driving across country in full geesh? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, especially a convertible where they're like but, wigs are like flying. Com- <laughs> Their lashes are going like the but, the, right. uh, the first episode of season two Drag Race, flapping <laughs> <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Baby, ain't no way in hell. But it still made it for fun. Like. It would have been different if they. It wouldn't have been the same movie if they were not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of part of the fantasy, I guess. You know, so I get it in that way. But yeah, that's like the one thing that's different. Um, Unlike Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, where they only get in drag for their shows and they trap. They're traveling through, which they're traveling cross country (laughs) in a bus across. You know, but they're out of drag. This one, like, we kind of like have to like kind of just like have the suspension of disbelief. Go on, the go, on the journey go on the journey and have it. It's just, it's more fun that way, right? Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't yeah, have been the same. I mean, no drag queen would ever yeah. sit in a corset and full lashed in a wig <laughs> and drive like days across the country. Mm-mm. But no, it does seem like a fun idea. I mean, it's a challenge. Have you ever not have one you that ever I traveled in drag? On, but no, one time. Like on an airplane or something? One time on an what? airplane, I did. I was going to Brazil or somewhere, but I had an early flight. I was filming. You were there. I was filming my Here's to Life uh, video that morning, uh-huh. remember? And I went directly and got on the plane 
in faith. Oh, so right after your shoot, yeah. you went on a plane? I went on a plane and got it and went because I, when I got off the plane, oh, yeah, I had to go into the gig. What? Yeah. It was for a MAC Cosmetics gig in Brazil when we were opening up doing the Art of the Lip. I wow. remember it like it was yesterday. Wait, you, yeah. so it's like from so, Los yeah. Angeles to Brazil in full geesh. Yes. In full geesh. Well, face. Face. yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That's which is still enough. A, enough of like, a, like people enough. are going to be staring at you in the airplane. <laughs> Correct. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you peel off the lashes that at part. least? Peel off the lashes. Had on some mm, sunglasses, okay. you know. But she was still <laughs> contoured, and you look very suspect going through the security, girl. Just saying. <laughs> But luckily for you, like the like the queens in the movie, were you like at least like traveling with a bunch of like ladies basketball players? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Oh my god! Why don't we get to these hoes road trip adventures right after this short break? <laughs> Everything Julie Newmar from 1995. Yes! It was a good year. So, besides the Queen's, like, nearly escaping a very, uh, a very, uh, scary, uh, moment where they get pulled over by a cop, right? Right. Scary moment, very, like, I was watching it and I was like, I was like, oh God, this is like really, ner- this makes me nervous. Oh my God. Could you imagine being chased by a cop, like, and you're in full drag. Like... I mean, I, I remember when my first year doing drag, I got pulled over by a, a police officer for not fully stopping at a stoplight. California roll, huh? Uh, <laughs> it, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Uh, some, it was. Like, I felt very fishy because, like, I was like coming back from the club. <laughs> I wasn't drinking, so that was a good thing. But like, shit, I was just like, oh god, I don't want to be de- dealing with this. <laughs> so it's I just the part of handing over the ID and not matching what they see. This is yes. always the part you're like, exactly. How do you explain this? I'm not. I'm not. This is not sexual. I promise. <laughs> you know. <laughs> not sexual. So, but yeah, they had this run in with the cop. Along the way, um, Chi-Chi is learning the four steps needed to uh, go from a boy in a dress to a full-fledged drag queen. Um, and they're making this shit up as they go along. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all, though? Aren't we I all? I mean, that's what drag... I mean, we make this shit as we go, honey. Yes. Trial and error. And so the fact that they have this, this poor little child thinking that... Um, they have all these steps and it's all pre-planned and she is just making it up as she goes. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, how you do like, it. Yeah, but like, Chi-Chi was like not having it. Like after, like, she's like, I'm in a car with a cop killer. Um, like, I'm, I'm getting my fuck out of here. And then Vita's like, uh-uh, you, if you leave, I'm going to strip you from all of your princess points that you've earned. And Chi-Chi's like, wait, what? Uh, oh, no, don't do that. Like she's taking this really seriously. 
Um, but I love the moment where uh, Chi Chi's like, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna hitch us a ride." I got more. I'm like the Latino Marilyn Monroe. I got more legs in a bucket, bucket of chicken. <laughs> so many good she lines. She wiggles her way down the st- side of the street. She pulls up her skirt a little bit, and she gets them a ride, and they get brought over to the town of Spidersville, Snydersville. It's Snydersville, <laughs> Snyders. Oh, Snydersville. <laughs> There's n- more actors that are just like shockingly wonderful up in here. I love Stalker Channing. Uh, yeah, there are so many different actors here. There, there's Blythe Danner, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. She's she's she plays the uh the, right. the, the, the one that's gossiping about all the uh-huh. other people she's in so the town. Good too. <laughs> she's giving all the tea, honey. Just like small town, honey. She's telling all the tea. And um, there's even like that one, like you know, that trashy guy who's kind of like sexually harassing all the girls. Uh, it, that's the actor from. Uh, Monster in Law, uh, who plays the love interest of Jennifer Lopez. I forget his name, but he's in there too. Oh, right. He's very young. That is him. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You see? But I just, I just love the fact that they're in this like really like small town. In the small town, they have no idea like what to make of these people. No. You know. No. And then these queens are. They're just like. De- redecorating they're giving makeovers to people i mean i guess that's kind of really what like people really think of us drag queens now we're just like these like magical fairies that come in and like you know like like shangela and eureka and bob the drag queen they, and they are alive <laughs> right now to wong fu bitch they're here honey like rupaul's drag you just like making everyone's lives better you know it's true fairy dust we all have it fairy dust little fairy dust it's telling of like how accepting they were, even though they were completely out of their comfort zone. You know, the, the, these little town folks, you know, they were like, okay, well, they're fun and they seem real nice. Yeah. So, you know, they, they were there for the ride. Yeah, and also, like, you think that because, like, there's such a small town, they don't usually probably get lots of visitors. So, Nothing. like, this was, like, a welcome, like, party. <laughs> it's like the circus came into town, and they had something That's to finally do was. that day. You know, they're like, oh, we're doing makeovers. We're going, sh- we've, like, turned the, the the local store into, like, a little whatever. The cafe turned, like, or the, the little restaurant turns into a cafe. I mean, they, like, turned their regular, like, pie their pie, you know, eating <laughs> festival into like a big soiree. Um, it, I think it's really cute. And my favorite part is when Chichi Rodriguez falls in love with uh, the guy. Dangerous. <laughs> you can't be trying to be pulling straight trade at the club, girl. You better tell that man <laughs> what the tea is down there, honey, before he gets a surprise. Honey. I was like, Bobby Ooh. Ray, Bobby Ray, Bobby Ray. I mean. <laughs> I wonder, though, Latrice, because, like, at the end of the movie, we kind of all find out that they all knew they were drag queens, or they kind of all found out that they were drag queens at the end. Correct. Did Bobby Ray know that Chichi Rodriguez was a man in a dress? A little Latin boy in a dress? If I, you know, I, mm, they got real close, is all I'm saying. Right. That was real intimate, and I just know that, you know... In a yeah. normal situation, in that truck, some things would have gone down, or someone would have gone down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think my theory is is that like he knew, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, finally, there I was think some homos the, that finally came into town. In the back of his mind, he knew, like, you know, he wasn't going to say nothing. But, you know, I think that was part of the fantasy, too. Like, there was like a, does he know? Maybe he doesn't. How can he not know? You know, that kind of thing was going on. So... Well, yeah, I think, like, well, they they do a really good job in the whole movie of, like, everyone just kind of, like, not knowing. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. like, they're, like, seven feet tall. They have big-ass hands. <laughs> they got Adam's apples. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know what was really cute moment was what? when Noxima connected with uh, the little sliding lady, Clara, and she finally spoke, and they're, you know when they start talking about classics and 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 all the wonderful uh, girls from yesterday, honey, she perked right up, honey. Lena Horn and... She had this... She kind of had this, like, little backstory of, like, oh, she was uh, happy with her husband and they, they loved movies and they had the movie theater. And then after her husband died, she kind of just, you know, Went stopped mute. talking and yeah. she became a mute. Um, and it wasn't until the drag queens came into town and like, you know, got them excited about life and, you know, we got to like, you know, play dress up and, you know, be the fantasy that we all watch in movies. And so I love, I love that connection because it's like this giant black drag queen and this little old lady. Right. (laughs) She's running around and she's like trying to escape. She's like, oh, did you just do a Yui? I also oh. like I also like Vita's connection with Carol Ann, who's played by Stalker Channing, because like we're noticing that she's getting beat up by the husband. Yeah, yeah. Vita ain't having it. I feel bad because you know, like she obviously, you know, it, she's just used to it. She's just kind of accepted that this is the way life is in her little small town. She gets beat right. up by her husband and whatever, and then you know, it's it's nice to have like a a, a new point of view. To, to remind you, like, no, you're a strong no, woman. woman. You're a yeah. fierce woman. Yeah. I love that. I love that scene. It, it always makes me, it always makes me, like, kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is so uncomfortable because that that scene where he's like, there's still too much spice in this chili. Yeah. Oh, my God. Girl, like, it, it was triggering for me, too, because I come from that background, you know? And uh, I was very, very young, um, one was all going down in my household, but I remember those times and those moments, and it is it's horrible and heartbreaking to watch your mom, who you who you see as a hero, um, be broken by this horrible man. But baby, honey, leave it up to a queen mm-hmm. to teach you how to channel your inner diva. Honey, because when enough is enough, enough is enough. Well, yeah, the the queens, they actually kind of like have a little tension and a fight, which, you know, prompts uh, Vita to kind of confront the fact that, you know, like, you know, Chi-Chi says like, you are a drag queen, not because uh, because you just couldn't make it as a man. Man. You know what I mean? And it like really kind of like plays like what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a drag queen. And then that like that like kind of has like this dramatic scene where like Vita like goes and she's like, you know what? Yeah, you know, I am a drag queen. I, I I am a woman, but I also a man and I, I'm not going to stand for this shit. And she like bursts to the door, Baby. beats up Virgil. 
She goes, uh, Vita works out. <laughs> Vita works out. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> yes, honey. She works out, honey. And I was so glad because she stepped in and intervened, even though, you know, that's a tight spot to be in because, like, in essence, it's not your business, you know. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, how can you stand by and watch and listen to this go down when you know that someone's being abused? You you have to, like, check your moral compass and say, what would I do, like, in that yeah, situation? Yeah, and stand up for what's right. And stand up for what's right, regardless of whether you think it's your business or not. So... The other part I love about this uh, movie is the 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 witch hunt of Sheriff Dullard, <laughs> bitch, on the hunt for the he gay men, sh- places Cinderella where homos Slipper. are, yeah. ballet classes, <laughs> ballet <laughs> shops. <laughs> Who said that, girl? I, Who told I, you that that's where the gays hang out? <laughs> by the uh, flight attendant lounges. I, I I think it's. I mean, I I hang out on all those places. I think. Well, only because you're traveling and you're fabulous, you know, that's different. <laughs> but I do like when he's like sitting down and he's like, and he's like at the bar by himself and he's like talking, he's got the shoes sitting there and he's like, <laughs> men touching each other's he- chest hair, <laughs> their baritone voices grunting, holding each other in strong masculine arms. <laughs> I was like, set the scene, baby. Let's roll the tape. <laughs> I think this is like the first kind of my first introduction as a, a young person to like, oh yeah, there is like the homophobia is is kind oh. of you know guided by you know the, someone's own uh, <laughs> self hatred of who they really are, yeah. and this is like this guy obviously he he. Wants to be touched and held by a man. <laughs> He's now made it his entire mission <laughs> to find find the the drag queen who got away. <laughs> the Cinderella. The Cinderfella. <laughs> Alright, we'll talk more about Vince Rodriguez and Vita and and Nazima right after this break. You got the job. We're back with two on food. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. The queens are getting ready for their the Red and Wild Festival, the Pie Festival. Girl, the way they came across this name, the theme, was just so funny. They're all sitting there at the restaurant and like, we well, we we have a a a, a festival and we a strawberry festival, and we all make pies and then we all bring them to the center of the the, the town and then we eat the pies. <laughs> I was like, that is <laughs> and not then a we party, go home, girl. <laughs> and then we go home. Like, <laughs> this party needs a theme. A well, theme, honey. Well, strawberries are red. St- strawberries are wild. That's your theme, red and wild. Look, it just takes a queen just to figure it out. That's simple, honey. You had it right here the whole time. Red oh, yeah, they and fully, wild. Fully decorated the whole town. And and then everyone just has full red, full red looks just waiting in their closets. <laughs> these well, queens, these queens, I 
there was a scene where like Chi Chi was like leaving the car and she had like one backpack and one plastic trash bag of drag. <laughs> but this entire movie, they've had like new outfits like every other scene. <laughs> well, you gotta remember they had went to the uh on the top of that theater and found all those old clothes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they had all these fashions from back in the 60s, the 70s, all of it. And, you know, Noxzema went hog crazy up there with the fashion, so. No, this is mine. It's fringe. <laughs> it's fringe. This is mine. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, as a drag queen, I like totally know that when you're like, ooh, I like that. They're like, no, that's mine. I claim that. Dibs. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> yeah, so they had access. They had all these clothes that they just acquired from the top of the old theater from back in yeah. the day. All those yeah, costumes. Yeah, they, they, they really like decorated the whole town. They had balloons. They had uh, banners. Uh, they had costume, like, uh, costume dress codes for everyone. It was a, such a fun scene. They even had a, a matching dress. Vita had a matching red dress to give to Stalker Jenny. <laughs> you know, just in case they had to do a makeover challenge, right? You never know, you know? <laughs> just in case they want to see a strong family resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So they are having a good time at the the social, and then here comes Miss Sheriff Dullard, honey, Miss <laughs> Girl coming up to break up the party, honey. And he's all like screaming with his megaphone, "Don't hide these perverts! <laughs> Don't protect them!" <laughs> That's when we have like uh, Vita. She's like, "I I, I got to do something," and then she like leaves, and then we see like the we see like her come out in the red dress with the big yeah, red with veil, the veil. Mm-hmm. and then we real reveals that it's actually Carol Ann in her in her strawberry social dress yeah and she's like oh that's mine uh that's my shoe I'm a I'm drag, a drag queen. queen and then and she's everybody fully painted fully painted <laughs> fully painted <laughs> Clara comes oh. up. She's like, no, that's my shoe. Give me my shoe back. Uh-uh, but my favorite was when the big black man came up and said, I'm a drag queen. <laughs> like, get in the trees. Right, right here. He holds yeah. his titty. <laughs> get in the trees. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> I love that. Sheriff yeah. <laughs> uh, Dullard's dagged. At the, at the very end, he's like, can you believe those people? Um, and the, the founding fathers didn't want this when they wrote the constitution. And then this guy walking his dog past, he's like, I can't, I don't know, but I do say the founding fathers had some fabulous wigs. Fabulous wigs, bitch. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, that was yeah, kind they... of like the social norm for men to wear fabulous wigs back in the yeah. day. <laughs> so there you have it. Now. There you have it. <laughs> so yeah, they run this whole Sheriff Dollar, uh, Dullard, Dillard, Dollard. Uh, out of town along with Virgil. Yes, bye bye, Virgil. And then they celebrate and they dance it on the picnic tables, honey. What's in the fun? That's, um, is it Aretha Franklin at the end? I think so. There's a I lot think of Aretha it is. Franklin songs right. in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yes, I live. Um, you gotta free yourself. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, there was this really nice moment, though. Like we know, we finally found out that like the, basically the whole town like has now figured out that they're 
uh, drag queens. Um, yeah. And they all come to the protection and they stand up for the drag queens who've kind of like opened up their minds to new experiences and, you know, like made made everything more fabulous. And so they they protect them. I love this scene. I love when they all yeah. stand up to them. Um, the When when Carol Ann tells Vita that she clocked her the first night. Oh, yeah. Adam's first apple. night she clocked, she said, Adam's apple. And she's like, Men's, uh, women's don't have Adam apples, and I oh, saw you had you you found you found yourself an Adam apple. You got yourself an Adam apple, <laughs> but the thing of it is, doesn't see a man, doesn't see a woman, just sees this beautiful soul and creature, and that's humanity. And I, it was such a beautiful story to see these small town people um, really just embrace the souls and spirit of these queens that they had no clue who they were or where they, you know, what it was about. So she says, she said, a uh, Carol Ann says, I love you, Vita. And there's this like really touching moment because earlier in the movie, um, they all kind of pass by Vita's um, hometown and they see um, her mother comes out and she mm-hmm. like turns away. And Vita says, I've been waiting all my life to hear someone say, I love you to that name. And it's this really like beautiful moment it actually kind of makes me think that maybe Vita is a, is a little bit trans, mm-hmm. a little bit because she considers herself, you know, Vita, and uh, she's been. It's kind of like a through line for the movie that she's not really. She doesn't have someone that's that loves her because, like, Chichi even says, like, your parents don't love you. You don't have a man, um, and this is like a big moment because the friendship that Vita has with Carol Ann is like really solidified in this moment where Carol Ann's like, I don't see you as a man or woman. I see you as an angel Mm -hmm. and I love you. And she gets that final like thing, like, Oh my gosh, I am loved. It's confirmation. Yeah. yeah. And acceptance. Yeah. And that's all we are looking for ultimately. And um, it was just really beautiful to watch that moment. And, for them to connect and see uh, Carol Ann turn into a badass. She will ultimately fix the car. Yeah. Cause yeah, because she, she kicked Virgil on to the curb, honey. She fixed, wound up fixing the car herself. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Strong, independent strong. woman. She's got three daughters. <laughs> I, I live. I live. Yeah, I love the turnaround. And um, ultimately, obviously, you know, even the boys, even down to the little thug boys, they got some respect on that name, you know, and started treating the queens like ladies as they should, you know? I love I love that. They come in, they have like they're they're all like nicely groomed and they're like, good afternoon, afternoon. Zima. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, they're like everyone everyone kind of learned something. I also like um Blythe Danner's character, you know, she kind of was like in love with uh the the guy the rest the guy that owned the restaurant. You know, yes, there's like that the black guy. Oh, and they're riding in a truck and they hit that. Bump. And they kind of fall in love and they end up yeah. dancing together. And like that little moment is a little special moment because, like, you know, like this small town, you expect it's them to taboo. kind of. Yeah. It's taboo. Like, you don't have no interracial going on in no little small town in the middle of America like that. That was really a big moment right there. Uh, Another breaking boundaries. So yes, come on, Tuong Fu, honey, bitch. I love this movie. And I then love, at the very, very end, as they drive away in the sunset, like we get to see, like they finally make it to Hollywood. This little like button that they put on the very end. Yes, and you know we see oh, Candace Kane is there looking gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> 
And then we see all these drag queens like dressed in like these gowns that are like inspired by different flowers in the garden. And then we have Chichi Rodriguez come out and she is dressed in this white lily inspired gown and she gets crowned the winner of the pageant by none other than Julie Newmar herself. I mean, come on, icing on the cake. I don't know who painted her, at, uh, Miss uh, Chichi, at the end, but that bitch was done, honey. Oh, my God. Ooh, she looks so good. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Chichi Rodriguez's oh. look at the fi- final end has been such a huge inspiration for me as a drag queen. It has been a lot of you. Right? I, I see it. It's Whenever I wear that little short, you know, like... R- you know, the short, like the short little shake and go yeah. raven wig, you know, I always feel like Chichi Rodriguez. She's got the little tendrils there and she's, she's just, you know, like oozing sensuality. She like slowly like saunters through the grass. Oh my I love goodness. that moment. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody looks so good. That was, that was, that bitch. That's how you do it though. You may not win the battle, but you win the war, honey. Come on. Yes. That That's the story of my life. So. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay, congrats, congratulations to Chi-Chi Rodriguez. What is she, Miss America? She is... Miss, uh, Miss Drag for- Queen America of America. There she go. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so good. I love all of the, the costumes. I love that it has its very campy moments. It, gets, it ha- takes on some really serious subjects. Um, it's just a little... Fun, fun movie, and uh, it's it's like I wish there were more movies like it. To be honest, yeah, totally, totally. But it, and and I felt like you know it was um like as far as it was not ahead of its time so much as it was right on time. You know what I mean? It was right on time. I think because we were at the height of seeing us portrayed on TV. As the joke, as the clown, as the on Maury Purvich, you know, you having these people come on there talking about guess if it's a man or not. That's not, you know, that's not acceptable nowadays. They would never have that show um, like that again. But we are here now. We are elevated. We have learned. We have become social justice warriors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do our tops and our chops of the movie, Latrice. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. What is what's your favorite part of this movie? Your top. My top moment of the movie. Oh my god, there's so many. Jesus, how dare you? Okay. Um <laughs> I know. It's like, okay, <laughs> when when Nagzima and Clara were connecting and she was chasing little Clara around the <laughs> <laughs> she's she chasing her around <laughs> you pull the Yui on me uh, that Yoo-hoo! was really cute I got your yeah. picture here <laughs> that was my favorite moment yeah yeah. <laughs> my top is John Leguizamo's performance oh god forget like, about John it like John Leguizamo so good I love his like Puerto Rican accent in the whole movie so good no I don't think so. <laughs> no, puta, I don't think so. <laughs> the one-liners from John Leguizamo are hilarious and iconic. Uh, John Leguizamo killed it. Killed um, it. 
And I was I was so happy like when I moved to New York City and I found, I met uh, Laritza Dumont and found out that Laritza was the person that worked with John Leguizamo and John Leguizamo credits her as the inspiration Princess for the yeah yeah she's they even, new, he even he's reading the, the, the stories yeah. of yeah, Princess, Princess Laritza, Laritza. Which is... <laughs> that's the that's the little shout out to the her. shout out she yeah. gets she gets featured a lot that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what about your chop I'm chopping um, Vita's mama fuck oh. her fuck her bye <laughs> bye bitch bye well, at the end of the movie, Vita like said, you know what? I'm going to go over to that Tudor imitation style house. I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to say, I don't need your acceptance, but I will. What does she say? I forget what she says, but she she's going to like, you know, she's going to like. She's going to tell it. her off, basically. She's going to basically go in there and like she is accepted who she is. She no longer uh, feels any kind of shame about that situation. And she's just going to live her life as she lives her life. No apologies. And I love that. I love it. My chop is this one scene where it just, I have no idea. I mean, it's just there for camp factor, but it's the brick house scene where they're driving in the car, voguing, and the people yes, are like, and not hey. where to go. Oh, the and train. The hang, on the train, and the people are hanging upside of the train, and I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know no one can hear the music. I mean, you're just kind of like... <laughs> you have to kind of like just go with it, you know. Go like with obviously, the, the like fantasy. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, what? What is this scene? And they're like riding this like old 1940s like you know train, but they're all like, I don't know what the scene is about. It's a cute little scene, but that's like the one thing I'm like, I have no idea what that because it looks like a bunch of businessmen commuting, but like they're not right. in the city, so like why are they commuting? <laughs> why are they in a train that looks like like it's a hundred years old? <laughs> Like one of those trains at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> the old time railroad, girl. And they have like yeah. these old bald men like with their like uh, with their comb overs <laughs> flapping in the wind, like badly voguing outside of the window. Like what what is going on? <laughs> yeah, that's one of those moments you just gotta go along for the ride, honey. For real. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to the chop, and we will see you on Thursday for our audio-only episode. <laughs> Next Tuesday, we're going to be watching another gayish film, and we want you guys all to watch it with us. So your homework is to watch Boys in the Band, which is now available on Netflix. So yeah. go watch it so we can all talk about it next Tuesday. We'll talk about the reading, darling. We'll talk about the reading. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to The Chop. Make sure you subscribe to our show. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and on Thursdays. And you can send us an email, and we might just read it on next week's episode. Email us at latricemanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out... Who gets the chop? <laughs> The Chop is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names, pictures, and media clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog. To listen to The Chop ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media.
Mall. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Big Dipper. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Bellai. Alaska Thunderfuck. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio. And Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.